0: It's May the 21st, 2022. My name is Chris and this is The Future of Photography. The Future of Photography. And with me, Adrian and Jeremiah. Yay! Hello! (laughs) How's it going, guys? Oh, Good. Yeah, good. good Sorry, good. I missed last
1: week. I was I was out having fun doing photography you, stuff with you my were friends. Pho- which
0: is... Yes, you were doing photo stuff. That is always a good excuse. Your excuse when you're doing photography.
1: We were just talking about it. Yeah, well, you know, it's it, 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 it's not like it, it's not like it's happened often enough in the last couple of years to be able to get out and see people. But I thoroughly enjoyed my Saturday hanging out with my mates. Lots of stuff going on, loads of crazy stuff, uh, mostly analog things. Uh, A little bit of digital as well.
0: uh, So what happened to you? I mean, I remember you being the no, I don't do analog kind of guy. And you've slowly made a move to the dark side again.
1: Yeah, well, about the only constant thing in my photography journey is my fickleness. So (laughs) it's... (laughs) It, i am um, i am um, you know because this is this is my playtime, right this yeah. I, this is the sure. luxury time to- this is the luxury time for me right I, I i get to play and i get to just go with the you know, go with the whimsy um and so uh you know recently as you know we talked about it on the podcast i bought a new film camera a 6 by 12 medium format camera which is awesome. Mm -hmm. Um, so yeah, there's that, there's that going on, uh, there's digital stuff going on. There's, yeah, it's just, yeah, it's nice to play and it's nice to be back out there and be sociable with it as well. So, so I'm, I'm all good.
2: I'm going to ask a question for both of you before we get into uh, our topic, uh, which is really how much time do you allocate or spend or want to spend on acquiring new technical skills?
1: Oh. Ooh. That's a good question. I like to acquire new technical skills. I was doing some of that just last night, and that's going to be part of the topic
0: of the conversation. Okay. Um, adding adding new skills uh, to the toolbox is uh, one of the things that gives me most satisfaction in photography. So I like you. to play, I like to experiment, and uh, I don't always get to it, which is why I'm looking forward to. A week from now, I will be holding a, a, a one-week workshop. It's kind of the most important one. 30 people meet in an old abbey somewhere in southern Germany. And we have one week of playtime. And everything is taken care of. We get fed. We have rooms to stay in. It's uh, it's an old abbey. It's a beautiful uh, building. And um, people are now... We have, a, we have a Slack where we talk about things in the channel. Um, they have already figured out all the projects they want to do they're going to bring like tons of toys and things all Mm -hmm. the all the all the cars boots are going to be full to the brim with (laughs) whatever they can figure out and it's going to be analog and digital and so on so this is a play week for me too I'm uh, looking forward to acquiring some new things
2: oh god I'm looking forward to some play too though I've been uh, learning teaching myself how to code oh okay interesting and that is, uh, it's challenging. What kind what of code do th- you What code do you PJ, uh, P5JS. Okay. Python. 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 JavaScript, okay. The
1: usual Interesting. Suspect. Is this yeah. a, a new career direction you're taking? Mm-hmm. I mean, you yeah, know, DevOps engineers are all control the rage. i
2: over my generative stuff. Um, ah, okay. And, you know,
0: yep, that helps. That helps for o- that. Opening for
2: sure. the hood, as it were. Because yes. now I do a lot of that, uh, I'd say manually. In other words, I create the parameters and then generate. I'd like to see how a machine with set parameters would do the same as what I'm doing, or adjust it.
0: Mm-hmm. So. Very interesting. All right. So anyway,
2: let's kick it off.
0: What's what's your skill project, Adrian? Oh, well so
1: uh well it's, it's clear in the title of the show this week isn't it so i i am uh, investing time and uh, to to learn a new skill in production of a photographic zine something i have talked about for many many years and never got around to doing and uh yeah now i've started which is uh, which
0: is good i'm enjoying So let's 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 do a quick round of definition for all those yeah, old people my, among us who don't West know what a zine is. It's a zine is short for magazine. Yeah,
1: yeah. yeah. Um, or, although yeah, originally, I believe, um, certainly in the UK, it's kind of taken on a, a a meaning in its own right. Mm. Um, usually refers to a small, you know, uh, fairly uh, fairly roughly produced. Sometimes well, sometimes roughly produced. Um, you know, sort of little booklet. Magazine, small magazine traditionally would have been you know photocopied uh at your, at your local photocopier um yeah often associated with you know the music scene or, or other underground uh, or non-mainstream art scenes
0: so we're looking at a physical object so yeah of. yes it's not Apparently it's not on the web page it's
2: follow-up question uh, did you pick up an old xerox machine for your
0: house?
1: <laughs> <laughs> tempting as that is <laughs> really right? cheap? No, tempting that is to install one in the garage yeah, um yeah no i i didn't um although i could i suppose go to the office go to my office and and and, and use the one there uh no i didn't do that um inspired by but but not quite that retro did All you right.
2: create cr- creating it uh as an analog creating it as a digital and then going analog
1: uh this one uh, i'm creating digital uh and uh it although interestingly the 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 uh, as i'm, I'm part way through it at the moment got to got to a completed first draft but still maybe some work to do i don't want to go too precious on it because you yeah, don't want to let perfection be the enemy of good right i want to get it out there uh but having said that um I do, you know, I have been using lots of layers in my digital production uh, and I could easily imagine doing something that has a, a more physical collage kind of you know, uh, layout to it um, you know, in the future, but not this time around.
0: All right. So um, you've uh, given me a PDF of it. Is it OK for me to put that on the screen?
1: <gasps> no, no, no. <sighs> Can is I do here? that next time? No, no, absolutely. This is the acid absolutely. test, there, isn't it? This is the acid test. Or,
0: or, okay, um, this, I, if, this, it this was, m- if
1: it were ready, I would say yes. But this is a very rough first. It's a work draft, in progress. Okay, sh- sh- shared with you guys just to support the conversation rather than anything else. So, but so I, I, it is absolutely to be shared, and I will be printing. Yeah, uh, I mean, it'll be a fairly short run, but it will go out to other people. So you know, it is definitely to be shared.
0: All right. Um, so what are what are the things that what are the areas that you need to or that you did need to invest in in terms of building up skills, learning new stuff?
1: Oh, well, in the skill side, um, it's the uh, what historically I suppose you'd call the desktop publishing it's the the layout type stuff. Um, but to do that from a creative point of view to try and work out you know, uh, as well so it's definitely been there's lots of things I can talk about about the process, but the technical thing um it's a long long time like twenty odd years since i've done any layouts of uh of booklets or or anything right. like that for print um uh, and so and in those days there was fairly small sort of you know, software getting started manuals, you know, from. Yeah. So no, nothing, nothing too creative.
2: <laughs> a a follow up question here on on layouts. I mean, you have everything from being able to do it in the most simple fashion using, say, if you're working on a Mac, Pages mm-hmm. has a very integrated way of, of laying out things or you can go right to Adobe. And and get into the weeds very very mm-hmm. um, in a much more complicated complex way of how book book designers often work. So and probably there's a litany of software that runs the gamut between them. I'm I'm assuming. What do you use?
1: Well, this is part of the technical skill. So it's a it's a software application that's new to me. Um, and what I chose to use was Affinity Publisher. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, I've had uh, Affinity Photo for years. Um, I use it on the Mac, use it on the iPad. Um, And so when it came to doing something that was more about layouts um it's good to have published it what i hadn't quite realized is just how nicely integrated the products are actually you can just choose any layer in any layout and you can switch from what they call photo persona to to publish persona and if you click click on the photo persona you just get all the affinity photo tools so you can like everything you'd expect and it all works seamlessly inside the one thing it's great
0: yeah i've been i've been weaning myself off of adobe uh, for the last few years and the the whole affinity suite by serif is just the lifesaver. They are so good. They're so modern and so um, integrated that um, yeah. it's, it's a it's a joy to work with these tools.
2: So, are you recommending this? I I, I have the um, I have yes. several things on Affinity on my computer, but I'm so locked into the Adobe right now, and I haven't had the time to kind of mentally move over because I obviously I understand everything
0: its is mm. it it is one of those uh, trade offs between tw- twenty years of muscle memory and uh, uh, trying having to relearn a couple of things, uh, but on the other hand, um, honestly, I've it, affinity the, the entire suite feels like a fresh of uh, a breath of fresh air because uh. it uses the the like all the features the multi threading the a lot of things you know the, the Adobe and I, I, I don't want a, a, a I don't want to bash Adobe but they have been yeah the the underlying infrastructure isn't the most modern one at this point so um yeah I see I see Affinity as a as a viable competitor my my brother is a graphic designer professional graphic designer he switched away from Adobe the moment Affinity was good enough oh and and uh, do they have a Quote Lightroom version. That is the only thing they don't. So that's the only thing that I still use from Adobe because there is no. But there are competitors, but the whole in, integrated asset management plus editing plus printing plus whatever, uh, Lightroom so is still into, the best. For example,
2: you're you're into uh, say what I would consider, you know, semi crude uh, ed- editing on on Lightroom, though it's become. Much more sophisticated that over the, the really last good three now, years, yeah. yeah, with matting and all, all manner of things. But when you want to do more of a deep dive, you can just go edit in. And I'm wondering, of course, they they'll never
0: go edit in Affinity. Oh, yes, you can do that. You can, you can do that, though. I believe I do, and, like, and then I do, it a back f- in. I do a full <laughs> round trip, and uh, it, 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 it can read and save PSD format, so you will be able to. Uh, so to seamlessly integrate it, yes,
2: mm-hmm. that's very encouraging. I may just jump in.
1: Try it. Try. It. So I, I didn't have the muscle memory with it with Photoshop because I never really used Photoshop. I mean, historically, as a yeah, you know, as a photographer, I I was an Aperture user so uh, uh, sorry I,
2: to hear that I, beta max yeah well when um,
1: aperture when aperture and lightroom first came out i remember doing the free trials of them both and thinking aperture made a load of sense to me and lightroom made no sure sense did. at all to me so i bought into aperture uh and then of course you know, years later it got retired and so i became a lightroom user you know just yeah, by default, really, never really enjoyed it. Although, yeah, very powerful tool, don't get me wrong, but never really enjoyed it, never really felt creative using Lightroom. Uh, and so uh, eventually I, I let my Adobe subscription go. Um, and I only ever had the the photography one, you know, the, the, the $10, euro, pound one, yeah, a month. Um, no. And so the fact that I could buy a professional class publishing tool like Affinity Publisher for less than one month rental of adobe software um you know and have that as a perpetual license sure. um it, it that's a compelling thing for somebody like me now you know as i say yeah you know, i have the luxury of this just being me play it me playing this is my this is my uh this is my have, hobby
2: have you played with lightroom uh publishing i mean i know they they integrate with blurb or whatever it is and yeah. then and you can take it
1: out to a pdf uh, i've I have never, done a little bit i've done a bit of uh um, you know soft proofing uh, in Lightroom over yeah. the years but
2: no i'm talking about taking it out and actually laying out you know they have integrated layouts etc that allows
0: you to i don't take a, i don't to, think it's it's flexible enough um for a zine type of application no. i'm no, not sure about that, that but but i've played yeah. with it and uh it, it was never uh, Adrian, yes, it was never fun using that <laughs> part of the program. I use ah. other parts, and I feel quite creative in it. But that part, the whole b- b- book creation part, is not um, good. Yeah, I don't. I'm I'm not a fan of it. So uh, yes, yeah, so to, so to answer your
1: question, Chris, that's the technical learning I've been doing as part of this process. It's nice to have. I wouldn't. Uh, it's nice to have a project to work on. Yes, you know, so an, an outcome to achieve because I don't think. Although I love, te- yeah, you know, although I love picking up new te- techniques. I don't think i would have chosen just to dive into you know a professional layout application just for kicks <laughs> i don't have that kind of time to be honest <laughs> but having said that you know having a project to do something to get on with uh works really well and i'm you know i've only been using it for a couple of days but uh it seems pretty intuitive um and you know it's uh, and of course, like all software these days, there are many, many YouTube videos with hints and tips and things like that. So you're never far away from help. So uh, it's good. It's it's um, it's been an interesting one. All right.
2: And what about uh, sending it out? Do you send it out by mail, by PDF, people to print it themselves? Um, do you have a? Are you planning on having a subscription list, um, <laughs> mail serve? Well, <laughs> I tell put- you
1: what. So uh, one of the things I've been thinking about is this. Is you know, and and Jeremiah, you've you've challenged me on a couple of these things over yeah you know, uh, over the time we've we've been talking. You know, one is that you know, creating a body of work is a very different exercise from you know just you know editing your hero shots and you know creating a specific output really focuses as well and you know getting stuff out there you know we had the talk a few weeks ago about is the metaverse ready for me yet <laughs> and it, uh, yeah uh and so all of that for me has come into the the creative side so yeah it's uh it, it's been a really interesting process um you know it's it, the, yeah even from the sort of thing about like why is he or what am I trying to do and um I think it's what would I say about it to try and summarize it um I think it's it's been a re- yeah all the things you said I would learn right I'm in the process of learning so first of all I'd like to summarize by saying you're absolutely right in fact both of you have said this to me in the past so um you know, you're, you're absolutely right both of you that you know, creating a body of work is different um and you know you find yourself reaching into the image archives for for stuff that you didn't think would make it on its own the things you didn't put yeah uh, you know, as a favorite or a three or a four star shot because yeah. then you think oh i've got this 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 thing that you know that, that we need to work out but then it all all of that creative and editing and selection stuff aside to, to come back to your question um, is the is the motivation for it and the 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 thing that I came up with is is and it's things that I'm I'm really trying to do more of it this year because we, we've lost a couple of years is to be more sociable. And I think, well, why am I doing this? What am I trying to say? And I don't really have a lot to say. I don't really have a lot of messages I want to share with the world. But I do like socializing with people and I would like to uh, uh, to expand the number of people I socialize with. And to learn to yeah, learn about new people, meet new people, learn about new ways of doing things. So what I put in the Zine, uh, I, and you'll see this, I think it's inside the back cover on the on the, the rough draft that you guys have got. Uh, it's just a little statement that says, you know, I'm doing this to make new friends. Uh, and you know, I would love to get some feedback. And I've put a little QR code in it, which if you scan it, it'll yeah, it'll pop up a little email you can send to me. And so what I'm encouraging people to do. What I'd love for people to do is to actually give me some feedback so the next one is better. And so we can start some conversations and make some new friends. So that's kind of the motivation. Well, it's not kind. Of, it is it's the motivation for it for me just now is to is to to get it out there uh, you know, and to use it to, as a as a curiosity piece.
0: Do, do you think that Oh, go ahead, Chris? Um no I was I was just I was just um uh, looking at the zine and I was wondering is that a monthly thing is that a regular thing do you do, are you planning to do this every I'm asking because I've been I've started this digital magazine uh, online a while ago like 3 months ago and, and I do it every week and uh it's been a good experience because it forces me into a habit it forces me into creating over and over and over again. So it it, for, it it furthers my, like, the routines of things, but also puts me um, on the spot to, to deliver something. And that is an interesting and uh, important kind of exercise, I think.
2: You know, it, it, I, I had a question for, for, actually, for both of you, just in terms of um, focusing one's attention on a body of work, whatever that means to people. Because for some people, it is just uh, creating work that is influenced by uh, a multiplicity of sources. In other words, very eclectic. What is the common thread? The fact that you are attached to it. The other way is to question, why do you really love a photograph that you took? Why you think it's one of your best? It's fantastic. You respond to it. And once you kind of question that, you may not have the answer, but, but even in questioning, you then apply that filter, as it were, to a lot of work. And that's where you start to use that image, that hero image, in a way as a bar that's set and start to look at images that may be similar in theme and technique and tone, whatever that is to you. And integrating that and going back to your work or promoting future work And eventually that becomes the story of your work. And you could have threaded stories. And, you know, you look at a lot of zines that are out there, and this has been true, some are completely uh, eclectic in a way one could say uh, culturally chaotic, which is also a representation of our culture. Uh, And some are very integrated with a very specific story. You know, trees in winter. The other would be chaos. And, and, and so I think we, we react to these things uh, in different ways, but they all are um, part of creating a body of work, which really means the kind of life journey of understanding what your work really is. I don't think you ever really get there. It's really for others to assume that. But for you, the constant questioning about why you're doing something or how you're doing something and what your reaction and why you don't like something and why you do, uh, that always is a propellant to do more. And, and so if that's reflected in a zine, I think that is really exciting for not only the creator, but for people who are uh, reading or, you know, observing or experiencing it. Hmm. So carry on.
1: <laughs> well, so uh I mean yeah, at the moment I'm at the opposite end of the spectrum from Chris. Uh yeah, Chris, you set yourself a, a rhythm, a cadence. Uh I haven't, I'm I'm learning for the first time and going through it for the first time. Um I think you know, will there will there be a regular thing? I don't know. I wouldn't want to say no to that. Um, I, it's not planned at the moment, but then rarely is anything that I do in photography planned. Uh, so the uh, I think that in the sense that there is a plan. It's it's the socialising and it's expanding the world view again and it's learning about and you know uh, and you know in the same way as that I try and study photography from around the world to get a feel for how different cultures explore photography in the same way that I'm currently uh well as you know I'm pretty much always reading some kind of sci-fi novel um but at the moment I'm I'm reading one by a Chinese author and I'm choosing to read three body problem so it's not the three body problem although that (laughs) is an awesome that is an awesome series of books and I have read those um it's not even by the same author actually it's a different author although translated into English by the same person so (laughs) um but it's, you know, uh, you know, I, I like to try and understand other, you know, different views and different cultures angles into the topics that I love, like photography and like sci fi and, and stuff like that to you know, to try and broaden my own view. So I think, well, yeah, yes, there'll be more zines when and where and how and why. And I, well, I, I don't know, um, but there'll also be other kinds of output that, again, increases increases the surface area of my photographic experience, which is. Sounds like a really, yeah, a really silly way of wording it. But that's kind of what I want to do. It's like there's some, I heard it uh, a while, a phrase a while ago, you know, about increasing the surface area of your luck. And the idea of increasing the surface area of stuff really stuck with me. I don't know why. It's kind of like, you know, squirreled away into my head. Uh, and so, you know, I, I, I'm trying to increase the surface area of my for photography my, my my creativity my social experience you know my learning about art and t- and craft and technique all of that um, so it's a step <laughs> <laughs> yeah what do your kids have to say about that they haven't seen it yet actually because I've only put it together the last couple of days I don't know what mm. they'll say about it um, uh, I I I hope they'll find it funny and engaging in some level Um as I said, it's yeah, I, I'm not. I'm not the sort of person who has a strong message to share with the world. I'm not a particularly evangelical about one thing or another, and uh, and quite frankly, there are enough loud, meaningless voices in the world already. Um, my, yeah, mine. Mine would not add a great deal. Um, and that's not me being. Uh, you know, uh, it's not. That's not a humble brag of any kind, right? That's not me. But yeah, you know, <laughs> that's just fact, right? So. Uh, I, I think hopefully they'd find it interesting. Hopefully, you know, others will find it interesting. Hopefully I'll get
0: some feedback and have some conversations around it. Yeah. So how are you planning to reach people other than the intense reach of this little podcast here? <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, I think um, that's a process over time, isn't it? So if I do a limited run of this first scene and it's got its call to action in the back, um uh and yeah you know, about please get in touch please give me some feedback yeah let's start a conversation um that might reach a small number of people but then if i continue with other things that yeah hopefully the the circle will will widen over time um mm. so um other than that there's the intensely pragmatic bit of it which is that i'm going to send stuff through the post so i'm going to need to know who it's going through to and it's going to you know, uh, and uh i'm going to need their addresses aren't i so so there's an element of that. Um,
0: so the, the listeners of this podcast could then order one from you if they wanted to.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Yes. Okay. Um, you know, it's it's not even something that I, I was particularly thinking to sell, in. The,
0: uh, although there'll be a, you know, a cost of delivery. Giving things um, away for free means it's going to be expensive for you because everyone is going to go, okay. <laughs>
1: well that's okay but subscribers well, <laughs> if it gets up to that level then clearly okay. um there there'll be a different level of economics but yeah you know, um no i mean this is this is not going to be a a high cost project this first time around and yeah. yeah, and maybe I'll need to ask people to contribute a little bit to cover the cost or something like that. It's Certainly not a money-making exercise would, in any way. Would you of
2: it. would you say that there is a direct correlation to people making their own videos on TikTok or YouTube, etc., and putting it out there? Hmm, is that in a way a new kind of scene? That's on an interesting media. question. Um, I, I ask I it d- as a real question because i'm, I'm so that
1: there's i, a, I really... think it, um so i'll give you a real answer it'll be an answer on the fly but i'll give you a real answer does it depend perhaps on their motivation if the motivation yeah, so you know zines uh, are often at least in part informational aren't they uh, as well as you know you, you pick up a zine and tell you where the local gigs are right and when and what bands you're going to go see so um there's an element of that about a zine um the TikTok thing—I don't do TikTok, but the stuff that I do see that sort of you know, yeah makes it into mainstream seems very narcissistic. Yeah, right, but- so I think it would depend. For me, it would depend on the motivation. If you're yeah, yeah, you know, so you know if you if you're just doing self promotion on TikTok, I'd say maybe that's not a new kind of zine But I think other things out there could, yeah, definitely. It's I, a, it's yeah, I mean question.
2: I guess your 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 intention, which is to reach out and expand your social community. Is that the same as, you know, putting out something for likes on a social system? Or making work that you think other people will respond to? That's a different mm. motivation for one's work, one that I don't really ascribe to because I think you wanna make your own stuff and then put it out there and see what happens. But but I think there is some linkage there. I'm not sure where or how, but um, it's a
1: really good question. Um, I I think you know the I, I guess if you were to to you know decouple the 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 ethos of a zine you know uh, from the medium of delivery of a zine, right? You know, zines came about originally because that was the way that you could. You know, create and distribute them at a cost, wasn't it? Yeah, that that yep. was the, the driving factor. Nowadays, the the cost of entry to all sorts of media is is very low. So, yeah, I, I think if you could decouple it, then the medium could be anything you want in a way, could it?
0: But is it then still can we still call it a zine? Because a zine has a has a has a a flair, a taste, a brand. A, a, That's true. It is. It is. It is its thing. So for me. Hearing Zine is smelling the the the, the paper is feeling yeah. the yeah. the coarseness of the prints, paper yeah. uh, seeing seeing tape. the see, seeing the I don't know lack of contrast because the print isn't the the highest yeah. quality and so on so Zine Zine for me is 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 a thing that I don't think is easy to just put in into another medium then that's it's not really, a Zine. That's- I remember, I remember when um, Wired magazine came out and that was kind of a game changer in terms of like the layout and stuff. Um, and then the web version of that was a very different thing. It wasn't the same.
2: Well, so. Juxtapose magazine, when it first came out, was a published art magazine, very yeah. much like a zine in terms of its rawness. Let's call it a yeah. raw yeah. aesthetic. Yeah. Fingerprints on. You can feel the the effort not to be perfect. In other words, to have the human touch on it, because so much of what we see both online and in magazines and book publishing, there is a precision there, which, you know, the argument was when we went from, you know, wax discs, you know, LPs, etc., to CDs. And people were, were like, oh, it's so cold. It <laughs> doesn't crackle so anymore. It doesn't crackle. There's no scratches. It's like horrible. On the other hand, if I compare listening to, say, a beautiful, um, you know, jazz pressing on my system that is a LP and immediately listen to a MP3 of it, you can really see and feel the difference with no crackle. It's just the way the human ear. Here's, you know that mean it's not so precise um there is an aesthetic um call it an imbalance between analog and digital and i you know i think that with coldness also comes specificity and that's okay for an aesthetic if you can transcend the um quote initial lack of emotion when you first encounter that because we don't really think of when we look at videos anymore we don't think of anything as being oh that's cold as opposed to that's warm but a zine is definitely a kind of lean in warmer more accessible less precious and by being less precious it's easier to engage of course when it becomes hyper popular all the haters come out and push it away. So I think it, it's very limitations of reach and aesthetic is part of its charm. Would you agree?
1: Yeah, definitely. Uh, I think it's, yes, it's certainly the, the, I'm not looking to create anything for that that's perfect for, for two reasons. One is that that's not really what I was hoping to achieve. And secondly, uh, it's, yeah, you know, it it's easier to to not be perfect. Although it's amazing how much creative effort needs to go into being not perfect. So it's not that you're being less perfect on the creative <laughs> it side. True. It's, it's more that the production values of the, uh, of the physical artifact uh, yes. uh, are lower wow. in that it's, sense.
2: It's like the rug makers in the markets, you know, when when you look at these beautifully woven uh, rugs in a Turkish market or, you know, a Jerninian market and whatnot. And, and you see like one... Thread is a different color, and that's because they say only Allah is perfect and yes. so we, we deliberately <laughs> put in the flaw as
0: a kind of representative
2: acknowledgement that we as humans are flawed
0: so having having been on both on both sides of this this, this um well at least print production as in i have uh, i've created an entire book uh, myself in well, not not written, but um, it's a cookbook for my mother, and it was the photography, and it was the 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 copy, and it was putting things together, manuscript, and so on, laying it out, uh, getting it out, not in print, but in a in a uh, in ebook form, um, and then having written a couple of books on, on photography, where my job was. Delivering photos, delivering a manuscript, and then having someone else take care of the rest of it. But with both of these, at the end, the moment you have your product, or the moment I have a product in my hands, and it's, it's the sum of a lot of things that went into it, it's probably one of the best moments ever. So I kind of envy you for that, because that's what you're doing right now. And you will, you will love it the moment you get the box of uh, zines uh, on, your, well, on your doorstep.
1: I hope that I do. I do love it. Um, I, I I know as well that because of who I am, I will immediately see all the flaws in it. But that's uh, yeah. But that's one of the reasons for for aiming to get something out. You know, it's not quick and dirty as such. But equally, it's not aiming to be perfect. And so I don't have to worry about it. I can enjoy <laughs> the process and I can enjoy the learning. And I can forgive myself for making mistakes when I get the box of prints back, and there's loads of mistakes everywhere. So, so what's your
0: what's your cutoff? Did you set yourself a time limit, or uh, an hour, hour limit, or a date, or something to make sure that you do not run into fixing and fixing and fixing it? Um, um, I
1: think it's more going to be a number of iterations. So, uh, you know, I, I I've shared with you the the first completed draft. Uh, there's there's a couple of bits that I'm not quite happy with, but I'm just going to let it sit for a few days and then go back to it with slightly refreshed eyes, uh, and and then uh, I don't want to wait. I just want uh, I, you know this this is a process, right? And the, the 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 one the one thing the one publication the one zine is not the end of the th- process.
0: That's the start. Of the process, so right? I mean, That's basically, basically, I want to know when when can I show it here to the viewers. Oh, in a yeah, I know. In a week or two, it's not gonna be a long time. A week or it's two, just, okay.
1: Yeah, yeah, good. yeah. It's good. It's, the the hard thing is it's started. going up
2: regardless. Now I hold you. I hold you <laughs> to that. <laughs>
1: So, so but that yeah so we'll uh well we'll, we'll make it a uh, an update point in a future show in a couple of weeks time just to yeah we Good. can we can share a little bit of it then and yeah once, once i get it out to the printers um which is i mean i would hope to get it out to the printers yeah to have them have a look at it
2: and, for, and by the way week. is there an advantage for example of using a um a company like issue issu i think they they are um that is a i guess a pool of these kinds of self-published um magazines and zines um to get your reach out outstretched. and i'm i'm not familiar with uh, exactly their model or their I, I'm aware name. of the
1: concept um i have to say i haven't looked into it for this That's particular because sure. this is this is my first go, right? I, I want to. Yeah, you know, I'm learning about the processes of making the thing. Um, uh, I haven't put any effort yet into learning about the processes of distribution. Um, so maybe that's something to to add to the list uh, of things to do at the moment. Um, the you know from from speaking to friends in the UK, uh, there is a printer here in the UK who does a, a decent quality uh, zine print uh, at reasonably, at very reasonable prices, actually. Uh, I have exchanged a couple of emails with them just to understand things like you know what, um, just just the technical stuff for printing, like you know what mm. bleed do you need on a page. I've seen the, like
0: that, you know, I've I've seen I've seen uh, printing services that have like these you know these printing services where you can do anything from a business card to your stationery and so on. Um, and I've I've seen several of those offering zines as well now, so you can have a two, four, eight, sixteen page zine. Um. Made by them in bulk, pretty much um, for yeah. decent pricing.
1: Well, I won't talk about any particular printing companies just yet because I have, you know, I've got one that I'm ninety percent sure I'll use, but I haven't chosen it yet. So yeah, we'll we'll talk about Sounds that good. a bit you know, as we get to the update stage. Um, but uh, yeah, as I say, yeah, I've been speaking to some friends who've done some you know small books and and, you know, uh, and uh, yeah short run stuff, and yeah, I'll pick most likely uh, the one that m- many of my friends are using. And we'll do that first one. See what I learn.
0: Who knows? Very cool. All right. Are we ready for a little dive into our Pix of the week? Yeah, sure. sure. Okay, I'll kick this off. Um, uh, it's this photo. I need to. I need to talk about the James, James Webb Telescope <laughs> again because I can't. I can't stop looking at these things. So what we're looking at here is is um, three photos. Of three different space telescopes off the exact same uh, spot in the sky, and uh, the first one. Okay, when we say space telescopes, people now know the James Webb Telescope. People, of course, know Hubble, but then there's others out there, and there's others out there that are, as James Webb, are looking at infrared. And the one, uh, the first one, is Wise, which I think was launched in two thousand and three, mm-hmm. if I'm not mistaken. And then the Spicer telescope, which was launched in two thousand and nine, I think, and then the James Webb now, and uh, it's just blatantly obvious how much technology has progressed over the years because they're really, really interesting in in, in the way they, they have, their, their resolution has just That's improved so drastically. Improved. Oh,
2: certainly, we agree. This is the greatest camera in in the universe oh, yes, yes, at yes, this yes.
0: point and and, and, and we are still looking of, and we're still yeah. looking at engineering photos those are not even science photos there these are just yeah. the photos um, that that they use to check if the thing is in focus so, <laughs> so
1: uh, yeah which it it is, in, it is incredible I, I i um i learned something yesterday or the day before or something like that i think i got it from the um the xkcd comic strip mm-hmm. which is that uh, and it was about it was about taking photographs of stars or, or, or how they appear and it and it was it's something like this it's 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 um, galaxies that or stars that are further away at the very edges of the, of the visible universe actually will appear bigger than things that are closer to us it's like wow that sounds interesting and the reason is that the light has taken so long to reach us that when the light actually was emanated by those bodies they were a lot closer to us than the things that are now in the middle ground and it's like wow that's amazing what a fantastic thing to learn so
2: yeah
1: space in is other weird.
0: words <laughs> yes that's what i was gonna say yeah, space like, is weird.
2: you just can't figure it out
0: or it's all a mystery and embrace it okay uh jeremiah your pick is this one
2: uh from my hometown a zine a very eclectic zine out of montreal and um just one that is all over the map so uh, p- part of the charm of this particular zine is that you never know what you're going to get and you can basically plunge in in a random way and and find things that you may not have ever um been able to discover on your own uh, so um i just thought it was a good shout out to uh, a form of presentation that i like cool and well, this is a, fun. a
1: digital zine that yeah
0: Yeah, they have video and audio and things in there. Hard to print.
1: Yeah.
0: (laughs) Yes. Yeah.
2: Hard to print. Hard to to print. I think they do make a printed version.
0: (laughs) All right, and last but not least. Oh,
1: well the, this this loops back right this closes the loop on my technical learning um affinity or serif i can uh, i think the company's called
0: serif the serif is the company affinity is the, the product line yes i think it's
2: line. pronounced serif
1: Why the, uh, or serif know. yeah sorry <laughs> serif uh, yeah I, I don't even know anyway affinity right uh, i've got a spring sale on 50 percent off everything they do this and all the
0: time <laughs> it's great
1: yeah, uh, and uh, actually, you know, one of the reasons I want to make this my pick of the week is not just because Affinity Designer is not designer, sorry, Affinity Publisher is the tool that I'm using. Uh, it's that it actually gave me the psychological nudge to get me over the edge into production. I'd been humming and harring about what tool to use and and uh, you know to, to do the layouts and yeah, you know, I, I knew how I needed to set up a document and it just all seemed you know. Uh, it was, there were just barriers to entry, right? Yeah, you know, I thought, well, I could use a, a word processor or I could use a, a you know, a Affinity Photo or whatever. It just all seemed clunky. And then this dropped in my email: fifty percent off sale, twenty-five quid or whatever it is for professional it's, layout software. And I was just like, that is so easy
0: to say yes to. <laughs> totally, totally, that's a no-brainer. Um, and I and I use Affinity Designer almost daily. I use a like if if you see the thumbnails oh, yeah. of of our um of our little show here on on youtube those are from i do these in designer I use affinity photo um i haven't used publisher that much but I still have it, because why not and uh, at least affinity photo and designer are always uh, also available on the iPad so you can mm. i think for a tenor probably I and have, to uh-
1: yeah, they're about. There. They're not much. I've got Affinity, and
0: they're and they're compatible. The so you can you can start yeah. and edit on the iPad and then continue on your on your uh, computer. It's yeah. Oh,
1: it's, good. Yeah,
2: because I
0: use it on my iPad, iPad
2: uh, because I I don't think that Adobe has their suite really dialed in on the <laughs> iPad. <laughs> I think <laughs> say, I think they, they, they
1: have. Um, I think Affinity have feature parity across the platform. They do. Um, and they and the files sync over iCloud so you can uh, you can be editing Great. on the go on your iPad and then pick it up on your computer when you want yeah, to do yeah bigger yeah. screen or something like that so
2: good
1: um you know, I haven't got designer I, I think P- publisher as well but now now I know that they're all fully integrated publisher like is on. not on the iPad yet Unfortunately, no, no it says it's coming soon on
0: the website but uh and we're and we're still waiting for uh Serif's uh, let's say Lightroom comp- com- competitor that they've been working on for about five years now. So that's, um, yeah. as they
2: say in Jamaica, soon come. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yes. All right. Well, let's see. This has turned into a bit of a Adobe critical episode.
1: <laughs> <laughs> hey goes our sponsorship. <laughs> uh, I'm
0: not sure they would have sponsored us anyway. Uh, anyway, no, I'm I'm, a, I'm such a fan of the Serif projects uh, products. It's well, really. I'm, I'm
2: pulling down publisher as soon as we're off the air.
0: Well, I tell you, yeah. what,
1: you do that right, and we'll collaborate on the next thing. We'll do it, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll do a collaboration.
2: A minute, put a little zine out of TFOP. Yeah, why not?
0: That sounds cool. Anyway, we will be back in a week from now, I guess. And until then, everyone, take care and visit us online. Bye-bye. Bye.
2: You've been listening to The Future of Photography.